At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO Coach, Jillian Musig. And welcome to this Monday morning in Puget Sound. That's where I am today. Um, as you know, I travel around an awful lot. I just got back in from Amsterdam, where I attended something called iStrategy. Um, interesting conference focused on very uh, large enterprise organizations. CMOs of the larger organizations were present, and they faced a set of issues that are completely different than the rest of the world. So I learned a number of things. But it got me thinking again about uh, the next stage of entrepreneurship. We've been talking for a couple of weeks with some folks who are in the very earliest stages. They might be individual consultants or have just set up their companies. And we're finding out essentially uh, what made them decide to go into this business, how they formulated it, where they began, and what keeps them up at night. So now I'm looking at a next stage of stuff. And uh, over the next coming weeks, we'll be talking to some folks who are a little bit larger, maybe not quite called mid-level companies, but certainly past the initial startup stage. The question is always begged, how do you get there? And funding is always the core. What I'm hoping to do is peel away some of the layers of mystique around funding today. Um, I don't have any guests. I'm just going to chat with you. If you've got some uh, you know, questions and so on, do jump into the chat room over at webmasterradio.fm. Um, I've got a, a small um, link so that you can just 
type it in there. It's called tinycc slash WMR chat. And the WMR, I think, should be caps. So again, tinycc slash WMR chat. Join me in there. Let me know what's on your mind or questions about what I'm about to talk about. So um, I think well, that's not found somehow. All right, hopefully we'll get ourselves a, a link to that uh, chat room that is operable in a few moments. But in the meantime, let's talk about what happens when you've decided to raise some money. So what's next? The first thing is determine how much you're going to need. If you're under about three mil, maybe even up to five mil, so on, you're in the angel world. They fund in smaller amounts. If you're over that, say over three and definitely over five, you're going to be in the VC market. So much different there. Um, after you determine what kind of sum you need, the first thing is figure out what you're going to do with it. What are the use of funds? It's going to be a critical slide inside your presentation. We'll talk about that in a few moments. So uh, I'm going to hop into this chat room. I don't have a small URL for you. Go down to webmasterradio.fm, look for the link CEO Coach, and um, hop into the chat room that way. It'll be much easier for you. Uh, and I'm already in there, so let's see. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's all lowercase. That was the critical piece. So again, uh, thanks, uh, Brasco. That's tiny, uh, HTTP colon double slash, no triple W, tiny dot CC slash WMR chat. Okay. <laughs> all right, thanks. So anyway, I'm, I'm sitting in there now. I'm hoping you will jump in today and ask some questions that are uh, on your mind about the entire funding issue. So here we go. Uh, once you've determined whether you're in the angel world or in the VC world, it will change what you're going to need as you suit up. There are a number of different aspects to raising money in either place that has nothing to do with just the volume of cash. All right. The first thing, let's talk about uh, going into the angel world. Say you need under three mil and that you're still kind of in that earlier stage. So this is not around B or anything. This is the seed funding. What are you going to need here? The first thing is a list of the local angel groups. Angels like to invest locally, right? They're much more hands-on than VCs tend to be, not all of them, they tend to be. Angels uh, need to know where their money is going. They're investing on their own behalf, maybe on behalf of a couple of their friends or family, but that's it. Um, their money is pretty much theirs. Uh, smaller VCs may be in the angel market too. If you go to an angel investment group, you may find a couple of very small VCs there as well. But those guys also investing in money where they you know, personally know everybody very closely and they need to keep a handle on what's going on. They like to invest locally. So if you're out of town, makes it a little bit difficult. Now all that said, I'm on the board of advisors for a company locally in Seattle that is being funded by an angel group up in Vancouver, British Columbia. So they jumped through all kinds of hoops, went north, got over the border. There's over the border south uh, invest, uh, investment uh, issues and so on. Turns out, by the way, there are not special regulations about investing south of the border. That's okay. But one of the things you should know if you're close to a Vancouver, uh, a, uh, 
uh, Canada uh, border, Canadian border, is that in Canada there's this magnificent program in which the government will provide up to 30 or even 40 percent more funding. So some guy gives you a thousand bucks, they're going to end up with another 400 from the government. They kind of like that funding, so those guys are very heavily vested in funding in companies that are local in Canada, they must be Canadian companies, and they get this bonus from the government. So that's going to be kind of a hit against you if you want to get funded there and you're in the States. Doesn't mean it can't be done. As I said, the Seattle company is getting it done. So pretty cool. But you've got to shine a lot. So list of local angel investors. They like to do things locally. The second thing you're going to need is an executive summary. Notice I didn't say business plan. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't absolutely have a business plan, but there is a huge market of consultants out there, and, and by out there, right, I know that <laughs> it's just kind of in the, in the void, but there's a huge market of consultants who are uh, not really preying on you, if you will, but certainly... Um, selling excessive amounts of goods. <laughs> All right? They will tell you you can't get to the funding stage without a full business plan. It kind of seems to be the rule of thumb. I disagree. It's not that you don't need one, but it certainly isn't critical in any way to getting funding. And angels, neither angels nor VCs, have the time or inclination to read this stuff. They can tell in a few seconds whether they want to listen to you further, they can tell in a few minutes whether you've got a decent idea that warrants investigation. And they will do their due diligence and they will provide the, the wisdom to help you flesh out things to get to the next stage. They don't need a full business plan. It bores them to tears. Now, if you want to make one for yourself, don't spend, you know, 40 and 50 and 60 pages on this thing. Go through the basics, right? There are plenty of places online where you can hop in. Uh, you know, just put it into Google, put it into Bing, find out what it's, what's there, you know, how to build a business plan, how to write a business plan, right? Lots of folks will be trying to sell you stuff. Trust me, you know what needs to be written. The pieces are, what is the idea? What's the size of my market? That's what is it today and what's it likely to be in the future? Do a little research on that stuff. You really want to know those things. The next thing is, how am I going to take it to market? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. How do I differentiate myself from everybody else who's in the market? And how am I going to take it to market? Sometimes your differentiation is how you're going to take it to market. I'm working with yet another company that has that strictly as their differentiation from everybody else. Everybody else is using kind of old school methods and processes and, you know, all kinds of things to both do the business and to get the word out. And these guys say simply by tweaking the knob and using essentially new media, search media and so on, viral stuff, uh, social media and developing communities, they can make such a difference that they can beat their competition. And that's an interesting USP. So think about it. It might not be intellectual property. It might not be patentable. It could just be how you're going to take it to market and how you can overwhelm a market so quickly that you can be the primary force there before anybody else shows up. Very dicey. It makes it difficult to get funded again, but can be done. Uh, next thing after marketing is going to be operations. Who is it you're going to need? Who's you know what kind of staffing? Uh, what kind of expenses? Those kinds of things. The basic numbers. What do you project this thing is going to take? And that would speak to your use of funds. So that's the kind of the critical stuff you need to put into your business plan. Everything else you put in there 
is gravy. So go for it. We're going to take a break in just a moment here. When we get back, we're going to talk about what goes into an executive summary and then what goes into the deck that you present, what the actual slides look like. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at clickbank.com. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you've found the e-com experts. The Ecom experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Ecom experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. We're talking about what you need when you decide you're going into funding at an angel forum. So, list of angel groups. Angels like to invest locally. Definitely get yourself a superb executive summary and don't spend huge amounts of time on your business plan. I would certainly not recommend spending money on your business plan. In other words, hiring someone to help you write it or write it for you, etc., etc., If you are going to run a company, this is something that you can write yourself. In other words, you can assemble the information and then the data you're going to need to run the company. It doesn't have to be in a complete business uh, plan uh, format. So many company leaders that I have spoken to, both in the very early stages and those who are already along the way in mid-sized companies, indicate they've done so without ever writing that formal business plan. Now, things that I do think you should do, by the way, is a disaster plan. I think that's real important. What happens if everything goes to heck in a handbasket and you're out of power for six days? You know, what happens if there's a flood? Who knows what? If you lose all your data? Things like that. Figure that out. That's much more important. 
Now, the executive summary is an important issue. It is something that you'll take with you to the angel investment uh, groups. Those companies that come well prepared with physically printed out executive summaries, a way to connect with you. Or don't forget to put on your name, your contact number and uh, email address and so on um, are doing much better already than those that don't. Uh, people who are angel investors physically seem to like that piece of paper. I know it's a little strange. Uh, you could certainly hand it to them on a disc, but somehow they tend to like the paper for whatever reason. I say, when in Rome, speak like the Romans. If that's what they want, that's what you give them. An executive summary has to give them the, ziz the sizzle in the very first sentence. It has to tell them exactly what you're doing and why you're going to make money right there in that first sentence. Okay? So work on that first sentence a lot. It's as important as your headline. All right? Your headline will give the name of your company and then a byline that, again, says, what the heck do you do? The very first sentence is, why is this exciting to an investor? An investor at the time of investment is thinking about money. Focus on it. Don't focus on the, the snazzy way you do this and the technique of that and the something else. You know, the, it doesn't matter. What matters is, are we going to make money? How much money? How can we make even more of it? Money is the focus now. And that's what you're there for. You're there to raise money. Stay focused. Again, I see so many folks coming to angel investment forums, talking all about the business, the industry, the company, the this, the that, the next thing. All of those things are interesting, but they never get around to the money. They think somehow that's so exciting that somebody's going to put their money down. And yes and no, it has to be there. You have to build up to it. But the money slides are about the money, figuratively and literally. So... Now we'll go into the presentation itself. The presentation doesn't repeat this executive summary. It does paraphrase some pieces of it. It will cover the first slide, should have the name of the company, your name, and then you get about 15 to 20 seconds to explain who you are. If you don't have a background in successful startups beforehand or a close association with a very successful startup, you've branched out from something that has already you know, gone public or been sold very successfully and you were a key player and so on, it's best to say that you are the CEO or president or whatever of this company and let it sit at that. Now is not the time to tell them that you did or didn't graduate from this college or that, whatever it was. It's not important. Okay. And if you worked for this company or that company and you did some marketing over here and you did some science over there and who knows, again, not the time for it. You are the CEO of this company. There's power in the simplicity of the line. Go for it. The second thing you do, the second slide, will contain the key elements of what your company accomplishes. Right? If you're in biotech, it will talk about uh, what you can accomplish uh, in the field that you're discussing and so on. It will not include uh, any of your, I don't know, your, your, your key elements of how you're going to market the thing or why you're better than the next guy or whatever. It, no, I, I shouldn't say that. It, it does kind of parenthetically say so. For example, uh, I'm working with a company that's working on genomes, and they can... Uh, they can, what is it, not, not splice and dice, basically. They, they can process human genomes in this much less time for that much less money than anybody else on the planet. Okay? That's what you want to say on that next slide. So you're giving people, you're setting them up for what it is you're going to discuss. 
The third and fourth and fifth slides, those you go through in one to three minutes each at the most, and it explains the science behind it. What is your secret sauce? You don't want to give away the farm here. These guys haven't signed NDAs with you, but you certainly want to explain enough that they become excited by it. All right. Now we get into what's called the money slides. If you spend more than five minutes of a 10-minute presentation leading up to the money, you're in trouble. You've wasted time. Okay. Now, before the next break, I'm going to talk about this money stuff. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll close up with how to bring the rest of your materials to an angel group. The money slides include what the cost of goods will be or your EBITDA, or whatever you're expecting. That means earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, or actually depreciation, taxes, uh, and uh, insurance, and something else. I don't remember. Okay, oh, and amortization. There we go. Okay, EBITDA. So, um, again, what you want to do is tell them, I'm going to sell a product for, the, for 100 bucks. It's going to cost me 9 bucks to make it. I have a 91% gross margin. Focus on that gross margin. This doesn't include everything like the, the cost of doing business, your rent, your staffing, and so on and so forth. They want to know the difference between what you're going to sell something for and how much it costs you to actually get that thing out the door, even if it's a SaaS-delivered software. Right? About 80% is what I call the drool number. It's the number at which angels go, oh, that's a really good you know, gross margin there. The cost of goods is very small. The delivery price is, is really good. And between the two, gosh, they've got a lot of space in order to uh, you know, take care of all of their expenses. So 80% is great. You get over 80%, here's the killer piece. You wait a few moments as you get to that slide. You talk about the slide. And just as you're going to give your number, say it's 83 84 86%, you take a moment's breath, barely a second, you give them that number, and then you let it hang in the air, and then move on to the next slide. Okay? That's focusing on something you want them to remember. It's how to say something so people remember the stuff you want them to remember. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with how to close an angel investment presentation. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot-button Internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business and have your questions answered right here. The Cyber Law and Business Report, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. We're talking today about angel investment. Um, we're talking about what it is you need to present and what the slides look like in your presentation. So you're halfway through your presentation. You've explained, you've said hello, told them who you are. You've explained how you're going to be different from anybody else in this industry, what industry you're, you're playing in. You've talked about how your stuff works. Now you're talking about money slides. Um, I should say that before you even get to that gross margin slide, you really want to also say what the size of the market looks like. The reason you want to put the size of the market before the money slide is that the focus, the last thing you want them to remember, is all about the cash and that opportunity there as you see it. So you want to focus on everything first. So set them up again. Tell them what the size of the market is and what the size of the market will be in just a couple of years. I'm going to make assumptions that you folks have brilliant ideas in growth areas. If you're getting an increasing share of a declining market, get out of the business. So you're not, uh, you know, you're not going to fall into that. Now, once you've told them about the market share, then you're going to tell them about what the opportunity for this uh, money is, what the cost of the uh, product will be. Then you're going to tell them how you're going to get it out to the market. So now you've said you can you know, you've got all of this stuff, you've got the cost of goods, now you're going to tell them, um, I can leverage, you know, this media, that, the next thing, and so on, I'm going to get it out to market in a space of a certain amount of time, I expect to have this many customers, and this much income from them. The income has to come after this, how I got to market, and how big my income will be, has to come after the cost of goods slides, because that gives them a reference for the cash. Finally, you tell them, uh, you've now shown them a chart that gives your projections for income. That is a critical slide. Spend some time on it. Focus on all of the pieces of the money. We began here when we spent X number of dollars in a friends and family round. That This year we expect to break even, earn something. We will continue to spend whatever it is to complete the, uh, the IP or complete the website or whatever you're going to do. Next year is a go-to-market round, and then we will make... X number of dollars on X number of customers, okay, or in X number of markets. Those kinds of things. Tell them how you're going to do it very clearly, line by line, give a total, and that's the number they're going to focus on. Put the bottom one in bold, right? The stuff that you are spending money on, you can put that in red or in parentheses. You put the bold one in saying, this is where we turn the corner. We're going to be profitable in this year, and this is how much we expect to make. And then there is a curve, and the next line gives you much greater numbers. If you want to put a second small image in or the next slide, 
with a growth curve, if it looks really solid to you, you understand that, you can do that. So you can either put it off in the corner so that they can just see the growth curve, or you can, uh, so they can see, you know, where the dip is below the, uh, the zero line, right, and when you're going to make money and how quickly you make money. Or you can put it on the next slide and say, this is merely another way to present that information. You can see here's where we turn the corner and become profitable. Now you're going to move on to the close. The close has to do with what is that opportunity, oh, excuse me, the close has to do with uh, who they're investing in and then what's that opportunity. Now you want to say this is the team. Now if you are a strong CEO and you have all that background, you pop that in. But if you don't have a huge background in these kinds of things, then you tell them I have assembled a powerful team to work with me. You tell them why your CTO is brilliant and your CMO is this and your something else is that and so on, whatever your team looks like. If you don't have a huge team set up already, even three, four, a uh, couple of power players, nobody with gray hair, that kind of thing, go in and uh, get yourself a decent advisory board. Find the best and the brightest in the industry who is willing to listen to you make this pitch and sign on to be part of your advisory board. Having a powerful advisory board makes a big difference. Having somebody powerful on your board of directors makes a very big difference. That's where your power players can come from, even if you can't hire them. So go and assemble those things. It's a crucial piece to getting funded because people want to invest in strong people first. So your executive team, your advisory board, and your board of directors are all sources to get solid names in the industry behind you. Finally, as you get to the opportunity, you tell them how much you're raising today. If you're raising a piece of a total amount, uh, we're raising $280,000 out of $500,000. We're raising half a million dollars out of a total of $2 million and so on. We've already raised this, those kinds of things. Tell them what you've got. Tell them what the whole picture is. Tell them what the opportunity is today. Tell them what the cost is at a valuation of and that's how you tell them. We're raising half a million dollars at a valuation of four million. That's how they know. All right. That, and you can even put down the price, 40 cents, whatever, but preferably you voice it in ways that uh, angels and VCs are custom, uh, accustomed to hearing it. So it's, I'm selling, I'm raising half a million on a valuation of X. Be prepared to defend that valuation. Tell them why your company is worth that today and why it will be worth it in six months, whatever it is that you want to say. That is your potential. That's where you put your stake in the sand. That's what my company is worth today. All right. And then uh, once you've given them that amount, you tell them what the use of funds will be. That just reminds them this is a go-to-market round. This is for completion of the IP, whatever it is you're going to use. This is for operations and hiring this team that you've expressed in the slide before because you said, you know, these guys are willing to work for me or whatever, but they're not already hired. That's okay, too. Tell them that's what the money's for. All right. We're going to wrap up here at, with CEO Coach with one final thought. Things to pay for. Pay for somebody to improve your deck. Pay for a graphic artist to make this damn good. Really good, solid layout. Not gorgeous, just solid. Clarity is important. Pay for somebody to coach you in speaking. It will serve you not just now, but all throughout your career as a CEO. And pay to present. But research who the group has funded recently, how much they funded. You want to know that it's worthwhile. So talk to other folks who are presenting or have been funded by them. Don't pay for somebody to create a business plan. You can do that kind of stuff yourself, and it doesn't need to be huge. 
don't pay to be introduced to investors. There's a whole group of folks out there who are consultants to get you funded. Go do that work yourself. First of all, you'll save a fortune. And second of all, you're much more likely to be funded when you get out yourself than if somebody else is promoting you. My final thought, bring your business cards. The biggest thing you can do is hand out business cards to everyone on the floor, hoping that somebody, of course, will wish to contact you. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach on Webmaster Radio. You can download these shows at webmasterradio.fm through iTunes and through, I think, several other sources, which I cannot recall at the moment. We'll see you next Monday. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.